0: Alright, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus podcast. My name is Shane Winnings. We're in season 2, episode 7. Are you too far gone for God? Now, I got asked this uh, question today on Instagram. Someone was wondering if they were too far gone. And it came on the heels of a video I posted talking about one thing that can separate you from the love of God. And so I thought, what a better day to do this episode than following that 90-second video I did. And uh, I was talking about Romans 8:38 through 39 We're going to read that in a minute. Listen, there's only one thing, biblically, that can separate you from the love of God. It's yourself. You have the ability to separate yourself from the love of God. How many of you know that God has poured His love out? on the world. God has shown his love. The Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. The Bible says in Romans 5.8 that God has demonstrated, he's shown, he's proven his love, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Like that love from God's side is, it has been shown and it's constantly being put forth. Now it's on us. We have free will, we have the ability to choose. We can reject God. You can harden your own heart. You can run away from God. You can believe a lie that God doesn't love you or couldn't love you. And this is probably the most popular one, you know, uh, the biggest one that I see is people saying, I don't know how God could love me. God couldn't love me. He he, you know, look at what I've done. I want to pull the lid back on this thing. That's pride. Pride think about the pride it takes to disagree with God and his word. God says, I love you. You say, well, there's no way that you could, or you don't know what I've done, or yeah, you're saying, Jesus, you died for everyone but me, or you must have missed me, or you know, you didn't see what I did. That is pride, and I'm calling it for what it is, and today we're going to dismantle the lies We're going to remove the justification to live in that type of pride, which seems like a weird one, but it is. And first, we're going to pray for conviction to fall on those who are hardened, uh, who who maybe have run from God or hardened themselves to God, that they might hear this today. And so uh, just let's pray as we open this up. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that no one is exempt from your love. No one is disqualified from your love. No one is too far gone. And no one is too hard. And so I pray right now in the name of Jesus that every hardened heart would be opened right now. I pray for the person with the hard heart that you would make a decision that for the next 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I'm just going to allow God to speak to me in any way he wants to. God, I pray that every closed-off mind would be open just for a few moments for a conviction to come. I thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you that no one was left out on the cross. And we thank you for all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listen, before we get into this, I'm going to thank you for listening. Some of you are new. This is your first episode. You might not know that last year we reached over 110,000 people. We were in the top 50 of 92,000 podcasts for over a month, and we were number 33 For 12 days in a row ahead of people like Craig Groeschel, Stephen Furtick, Tony Evans, and some others. And we were in the top 1% of most shared podcasts. Listen, all those stats are cool, but the reason we were in number 33, the reason we were so high and reached so many people is because of you. You listened and you shared. It wasn't anything I did. You listened and shared. And so please keep sharing if these messages impact you. Post them to social media with the link. Uh, Send them to friends and family. This is the biggest one. I send powerful podcasts to some close friends and to some of my family. Uh, Just hit that copy link or or click on the the little share button and and send it in a text. It could really make someone's day. And then quickly, I want to invite you to partner with us. Look, we we have a desperate need for ninety five partners to give a dollar a day. We need to raise thirty dollars a month from 95 more people. We, we started the year uh, two weeks ago asking for 100 partners. Praise God, we already have five partners. And so we have $150 a month already committed, but we are asking for 3000 I need 1500 for a travel budget. I'm going to be traveling the nation with Sean Foyt and doing other uh, traveling events as well, many of which I will need to fund myself. And then I need to hire a videographer. And I want to be able to pay them um, a decent wage, 1500 a month, would be wonderful. So please consider partnering with us. If you love what we're doing, look, I do so much stuff for free. This podcast is free. My YouTube is free. Um, my Instagram is obviously free. Like I, I do all of these things to put free content out there, and I'm supported by people like you. So please help us reach more people. Um, I believe we're going to see massive revival during this tour this, this year and next year. Um, as well as many of the trips that I'm doing. So if you want to partner with us, you can just go to shanewinnings.com and click give and sign up. But I would love for you to send me a DM on Instagram. I want to know who's partnering with us and I want to include you on a monthly Zoom for donors only. So you can DM me on Instagram or you can just sign up again at shanewinnings.com. Thank you as you prayerfully consider giving. It's a dollar a day. Um, $30 a month might sound like a lot. That's like one door dash, you know, or a couple trips to Starbucks, $1 a day. And you can really help us out. So thank you as you give, let's get into this Romans eight thirty-eight. Listen to this. And if you listen to my morning wisdom video this morning, just, you know, we'll, we'll have to hear it again. Here's what it says. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord now notice here that he said things present and things to come but he did not say past you can check it again in every translation Well, I pray that past is not in any other translation. I haven't looked at all of them, but it shouldn't be because it wasn't in the original text. Now, why didn't Paul mention your past? I highly doubt that he forgot to put it in there. I think it's intentional. Why? Because your past can cut you off from the love of God. Now, am I saying that what you've done disqualifies you? 100% no, that's not what I'm saying. Here's what I am saying. Your past can cause you to believe that you are not worthy or or able to be loved by God, and so you will disqualify yourself. Your past can cause you to disqualify yourself, and I say that with confidence because I have seen it myself many times, and I've even been tempted to feel that way. The enemy has come in before and said, "Oh, you can't, um, you know, you can't do this." I know what you've done. You're not, you're not able to uh, go speak at that thing or say that thing or talk about this because of what you did in your past. How many of you have felt that? How many of you have heard that lie? That is not the voice of God. But can I tell you something? It is actually pride to say, I've done too much. I've gone too far. God can't forgive me. God won't forgive me. Yes, He will. The Bible says that if you confess your sins, He is faithful and just to, cl- to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Cleanse. That means to remove entirely. God will cleanse you of all sin. When you get born again, you're made a new creation. The Bible, so many times, go read through the New Testament, go read through the epistles that Paul wrote, all these letters. He's talking about it's no longer I who lives, but Christ in me, putting off the old, putting on the new, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ, putting to death the old man. This is all throughout Romans, Romans five and six, putting the old man to death, putting old things away because all things have become new. Listen, this is written by a guy who used to murder Christians. And you, what? You did some drugs? Maybe you were in a gang. Maybe you, you, you have a rap sheet. Maybe you slept around. Guys, the, the, the guy who murdered Christians is now teaching us and is one of the greatest leaders in the body of Christ in history. Why? Because of the redemption of the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus says you haven't done too much. The blood of Jesus says you haven't gone too far. The blood of Jesus says you're right. Your works disqualify you, but my work qualifies you. We can't be saved by works. Even even missing it one time, the Bible says, if we try to keep God's law, but we miss one thing, we're guilty of the whole law. That means that if you're born and you lie, you're guilty of breaking the whole law. You're you're just as guilty as someone who's murdered, cheated, stolen, whatever. We're guilty before God. That's why the Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We are on a level playing field, and this is why Jesus came. Because all have sinned, and because we all fall short of that glory, and we need saving. We need redemption. And this is what Jesus did on the cross. Now, in the face of Jesus' sacrifice, where he says, I've died for the world, I've taken the sins of the whole world upon myself, I've put my blood on the mercy seat, and now anyone who comes to me to get to God will be born again, will have access to the Father, will be given eternal life, anyone who believes in me. And when you say, yeah, but accept me, that's pride. (laughs) It's like you act like you're the only person in the world that Jesus didn't die for or something, or that his blood covers everyone but you. Can I tell you, that's a lie. What you've done in your past, it might be horrible. Paul murdering Christians was horrible. Abraham uh, disobeying God and sleeping with Hagar and having Ishmael was horrible. David uh, committing adultery with Bathsheba and then sending her husband out to be murdered to cover up for what he did, and then they ended up having a baby out of that adulterous affair. Um, That was horrible. Guess what? These people are mentioned in the book of Hebrews as having great faith that was accounted to them as righteousness. Why? Because the span of their life was a pursuit of God. Did they fall short and miss it? Yes, they did, just like all of us do. But the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he's going to keep getting back up. Are you going to keep getting back up? Or are you going to lay down because you've fallen and say, Well, I've fallen too many times. My past is too great for God, and I'm just, I'm done. Come on, guys. No one is too far gone for God. Can I get an amen there? Now, This is dealing with people who believe they're too far gone. It takes faith. It takes humility to come to God and say, Lord, I sure feel like I've really screwed up. And I've made a mess of this life that I have. But I choose to believe that you love me. Anyways, you saw my sin long before I was ever born. And you still chose to send your only son to die for me. This is the scandal of the cross. This is the grace that doesn't make any sense and the mercy that we do not deserve. That knowing that we would be a rebellious people in our hearts and because of the sinful nature of our flesh, God would send his only son anyways. The Bible even says, guys, if he loved you while you were a sinner and an enemy, how much more now that you belong to him? Do you belong to him? If you don't, there is an invitation today to give your entire life to Jesus Christ, make Him the Lord of your life, and begin to follow God. But if He loved you while you were a sinner, how much more now? Listen, you cannot disqualify yourself from the love of God, or it will ruin you. If you cut yourself off from God, that is love. God is love. God is your creator. God is your father. There is nowhere else on earth for you to go to be made whole and to find love. And the enemy will sell you a lie that maybe you just don't belong here, anyways. That is false. God loves you. God wants to use your life, just like he used a murderer of Christians, Paul, to end up being the one to preach the gospel to the very people that he would have murdered. That's incredible. That's redemption. What could God do with your story? You need to begin to have hope again that God could turn your life around. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be all better. It means that God is going to give great purpose to your life, and you are going to be used by him to further his kingdom and all for His glory. And that at the end of the age, when our life is up or when He returns, whichever is first, we will be caught up with Him and we will spend eternity with Him. You are not too far gone. Now let me speak to the one quickly who has hardened his or her heart to the Lord. If you're listening to what I'm saying and you even care 1% about what God thinks, you are not too far gone. The Bible does say, and it is true, that you can harden yourself so much that God will hand you over to your sin. You can be beyond the point of repentance. You can be so hardened to God that it is impossible for you to ever say yes to Him again. But I'm telling you this with love in my heart, and I'm pleading with you. If there is any part of your life where you know I need the Lord, I've hardened myself, I've ran from God, but I am I need to come back. I don't know if he would take me. Listen, he'll take you. He wants you. Do not harden yourself again. Do not leave this podcast and throw it away in one ear, out the other. Listen, this is God's mercy reaching out to you, saying you're not too far gone. But I must say this, you could harden yourself again, and that could be the last time. Imagine this, to get to the place where you're beyond the point of repentance, there was a one last decision that was made where the hardening took place that could never be undone. What if that hardening happened right after this podcast where once again you say, I don't believe this, I don't need this crap, I'm too far gone for God, or I don't even care about God, and you harden yourself again, and that is the final time. You could never say yes to God again. Not because of him, because of you. You've hardened yourself over and over and over again. This is God's mercy right now, reaching out to you, saying, do not harden yourself to the voice of the Lord again. Give your life to Jesus. All you have to do right now is ask him to reveal himself to you as Lord and as King. Declare him as the Lord and master of your life. You can even tell him, God, I don't know about all this. I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I want to make you Lord of my life. Please make something of my life through yourself. Use me, God. I don't want to live hardened. I don't want to live in sin. I don't want to live in pride. I don't want to run away from you any longer. I don't want to let my past speak louder than truth. If you do these things, I'm telling you, God is faithful. He will meet you right there, but you must be sincere. Because the Bible says if you seek God with your whole heart, you'll find him. And I believe that many of you are going to find him, even today. So, are you too far gone for God? Most likely not. The only way you would be too far gone for God is if you have hardened yourself to him too many times. But, if I say, are you too far gone for God, and you care then you're not too far gone. The fact that you care reveals that your heart is not all the way hardened. If I say, are you too far gone for God? And you go, I hate God, forget God, screw God. That reveals right there that you're in a scary place. And you need to ask God to soften your heart once again. But listen, when people begin to talk about hell and punishment and all these things if that creates some type of fear in you or some type of worry while that not not my while that might not be a healthy way of thinking, it is a good thing because it shows that you are tender to God. you care about punishment you care about everlasting life. There are people walking this earth who could care less and those are the ones who should be afraid. Are you too far gone for God? Well let me ask you this do you care? Do you care where you go when you die? Do you care about living for God's commands? Do you care about how God sees you? If the answer to any of those is yes, then you are not too far gone. Now, if you have a fear of the end times, that is an unhealthy fear um, because fear has to do with torment and we are his kids and I've done an episode, I need to do another episode about how to have confidence on the Day of Judgment, but let me just say that a healthy fear is a good thing because it means that you care, and we should care greatly. So, are you too far gone for God in regards to your past and what you've done before, and maybe you're hearing lies that you've, you've done too much? No way, you are not too far. The blood of Jesus covers and removes sin. All you have to do is be born again, And while your flesh might rage against your spirit and while you might hear lies from the enemy telling you that you're worthless, you're no good, I remember who you are, guess what? God's not saying any of that stuff. So don't listen to the voice of a loser, of a defeated foe, of the enemy. Listen to the voice of the Father. Amen? Hey, listen, if this encouraged you, if this spoke to you, share this, please. Like it, give it a thumbs up, whatever platform you're on. Uh, give us a review on Spotify and Apple and rate the podcast. It helps so much. And listen, if you need help reprogramming your mind from a place of fear to faith, you need to pick up a copy of my book, I Will Always Overcome. It's only $10. It's on Amazon. It's a nine-week devotional, three to five minutes a day, designed to help you move into a place of faith. And uh, I'm actually doing a video series on the devotional right now on YouTube, absolutely free. So you should check that out as well. If you're looking to further your Christian education and get a degree at the same place I'm getting my master's degree, you need to check out Faith International University. We're an accredited a nationally accredited Bible college. We stand firm on the scripture as the inerrant word of God. We have partnered with some massive ministries like YWAM, Circuit Riders, uh, the Jesus Clubs, One Voice Student Missions. We've partnered with um, uh, Lifestyle Christianity, which is uh, an amazing uh, school and church. We're we're talking with some other big ministries, Upper Room we've partnered with. I mean, you name it, and we are getting there. So check it out at faithiu.edu. Absolutely incredible. Guys, you get to go to school at your own pace. I'm loving this. I get to go to class when I want. Maybe I go to class today. Maybe I do it tomorrow. As long as I get my homework in at the end of the week, I'm good to go. So faithiu.edu, check it out. Make sure you follow me on the socials, at shane.winnings. Uh, on Instagram, and just search for my name on YouTube. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll see y'all tomorrow.